welcome to episode 61 of the Unwrapped Leader podcast, where we get raw, real, and relevant in the new network marketing and helping you become a gifted leader in your business. My name is Tisha Doriana from Canada. And I'm Dracy Dewar from Australia. And today's episode is a continuation from last week. We talked about the art of leadership and what really sets apart a leader in this industry and a unwrapped leader in this industry as how we define it. So I wanted to just give you guys a quick recap of what we discussed last week, but I want you guys to actually go back to last week's episode if you haven't seen it yet and really get that in-depth training um, of our tips on the differences between a leader and a, and a gifted or unwrapped leader um, in this industry. So we went over five things last week and we had so much good discussion. We actually had planned to do all 10 of them last episode. And then I was like, wait a minute, it's been 30 minutes that we've been talking. Like clearly we have so much to share on this. So we decided to just go ahead and do a part two. Um, but just a quick recap for last week's episode, we talked about how leaders they count their own sales, but an unwrapped leader in this business is actually counting their leader sales. And we talk about number two, that was setting goals for month end, which we all do, but gifted leaders or unwrapped leaders really set goals for 12 months in advance. And we offer you guys some really great tips around how to do that and see that bigger vision. We talked about number three, which is a leader sponsor consultants, um, but gifted leaders sponsor leaders. And how do you look for those leaders that you are uh, sponsoring in your business. And then number four was working with anyone and everyone versus actually focusing on selected people. And we teach you guys how to look for those selected people. And then the last one we shared last week was number five, and that is leaders using all programs that their company has to offer versus working on just a few programs at a time. So I hope you guys will go watch that. If you have already saw it, then you guys are all caught up and ready for these next five tips that we have to offer you today. So I will put it over to you, Dracy, to get us started with, or I guess, continue us on with number six. Yay. Well, let's continue there, sweetheart. And well, this one is really great because I think we're all very guilty of this. And this is like a leader where they work all hours versus a gifted leader working selected hours. And I think we just get so passionate about what we're doing. So we jump in and we just work, you know, it's not, it's, it's so easy to like get up and work in the morning and just work straight into the night. And there's nothing wrong with that when you're on passion and purpose, when you're working on it, what you need to do though, however, is as how you allow yourself availability to your leaders and to your distributors, because what you are doing, they are seeing, and you wanna be duplicatable and they need to see you, can I do what you do? So it's really important for two purposes is one is it is important to have a schedule and working on time management. And I, one of the first things when I became a high ranking leader in the company, I got to go to our very first regional vice president's leader meeting. And it was a real gift. I remember I had to fly from Vancouver all the way to Boston. Here's me, 25 years old. I was just such a newbie and it was such a big deal. Uh, but the first thing they did, they invested in a trainer to teach us on time management. And so right from day dot of being a leader, I learned time management skills. So I highly recommend it. It is so important for you to know when is your peak productivity time. My and Atisha's, our productivity time is working late at night when there's so much clarity and clear of, of calls and people. So it doesn't mean, necessarily mean that we work all hours. It's just we know when our peak productivity hours happen to be. It's just how we show our availability to our people in the field. So 
really, really work on time management, know when to set yourself for uh, working on productivity, prioritize your tasks, make that to-do list and always work on, you know, when you're going to do the big chunks first. So I think that's probably the biggest thing is just getting to be a master at time management versus working all the time. And I'm not saying don't work all the time, but again, prioritize family matters first. I always love it because I always love right from the very beginning is, is uh, giving my family a highlighter and saying, when do you want me? Book me in, highlight me. You become the priority. And believe it or not, they find that they don't end up booking as much as you think they're going to book. Um, but at least they they know how important they are when you put them in first. And then you can work around that. And that becomes very duplicatable and also really sells your position. Remember, that's the key ingredient to what you are doing in this business is always selling your position. That's what I have to say. That's honestly so important is just setting boundaries in your business. And honestly, I think most people learn this the hard way because I remember over and over again, my mentor told me, you need to set business hours. You need to set business hours. And she tried to like embed it in my brain. And I remember saying like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like I'll set business hours. Like, what does that even mean? Right. And I would just reply to people like all hours of the night. And even though, you know, I think especially with new people, you know, people are going to have questions and I think that's important. But another lesson that I actually learned from Dracy was if you just let people sit with their questions for a little bit of time, they end up figuring it out. And it's just so funny because I have so many memories of like sending questions to like you, Dracy, and like some of my other mentors. And then like, you know, people, they maybe they read them and they don't respond or um, they're just busy and they can't get to it. I end up figuring it out. I'm like, never mind, never mind. Or I'm like unsending my messages. And so as I developed into a leader in my business, that's when I started noticing the same thing. And, and people would say the same things I did, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be annoying, but I have another question. I have another question. And I remember letting them sit with them sometimes for a bit. I'm like, okay, I could answer this right now, but I'm going to give it an hour, continue on my task. And then I'll, sure enough, a lot of the times it was, hey, never mind. I figured it out. And, and it also just, you know, it makes you a human. It makes you, um, you know, it's real life. And People, like Dracy said, need to see themselves where you are if you want to develop leaders on your team. If you're answering them on all, all hours of the night, people are like, yes, it's great that their questions are answered, but in the long run, it's hurting you because people are not seeing themselves doing the same thing, right? They don't see themselves in that lifestyle and ultimately you are promoting that lifestyle. So that's a really good lead into uh, my next one here, which is number seven. And that is how leaders, they give away their time, right? We love to give our time. We love to help people. We love to impact people. That is what is really like the heartbeat of our business is just being able to help people and make an impact. But an unwrapped leader is going to do something a little bit differently. They, well, they give away their time, but they value their time. And it's so important to identify what your values are, right? Time is valuable you have to put a price on your time. Family is valuable. You need to prioritize the people that are important to you, right? And I think it's cool that, Dracy, you go and actually let your family highlight in, you know, on your calendar, this is when I want to spend time with you, or, you know, this is when I want to do lunch, or this is when I want to do date night, right? Whether that's your partner, your kids, whatever it is. But what are the non-negotiables? Make sure those are in the calendar first and foremost, and then figure out what where your time is that people can put in 
for you to help them or for you to guide them and, and give them that guidance. Um, I think, you know, we talk a lot about how this industry is flexible and we like to promote that flexible lifestyle, but don't mistake flexible with just, you know, like, doing things whenever you want. Like you still have to have that discipline and by valuing your time, that's how you're going to have that discipline. And it's also going to help you just maintain those strong, you know, connections and relationships with the people that have been there for you since the beginning, your family, your friends, you know, the people that matter most to you and the people in your business too, you want to make time for them, but just make sure that they're aware of the boundaries that you've set for yourself as well, because it's, it's really, it's really benefiting you when you can set those boundaries and make those crystal clear for people because people take that and they make their own boundaries when they want to become a gifted leader in their business as well. And that's going to help them down the long, um, down the long haul too. So don't just give away your time to anybody. I think that, you know, we talked about this a little bit, even in part one, just with working with everyone and anyone, right? It's like you're giving your time away. Um, but when you're when you're focused on select people and, and you're really valuing your time and you're valuing the things that matter to you, you know, that's when you're really going to um, just, you're going to start to grow. You're going to start to um, spend time with the people who deserve it. And so really figure out what those values are, write that, write that down. That's also going to be a big part of your why, but um, just make sure you're, you're really valuing your time. So that's kind of just the tips I, I have to say on that. Tisha, you hit it. Like I had wrote down things that you fiercely, you know, that fiercely mattered. You said what matters. And I think you and I even did series on this. We did like six episodes of things that you fiercely uh, protect. And when you know what these things that are important, then you know how to organize your time. So we talk about, um, you know, things that matter, fiercely protect your family, your finances, your frame of mind, your fitness, your future, your faith. And if you take the time and energy to work through what that specifically is, then you know where you're going to put your time in. And I think it's really good as well as um, it's kind of like what we were talking about time management and prioritizing that all kind of leads together. But when you're working with somebody new, because our newbies are our priority and they matter and they need to know that. And, and I kind of like operate on a one, two, three, because it is really important to them when they have a question, they're brand new. And so the first time, yeah, I may, I may answer them straight away at a time that might not have, I normally would have. And then the second time, as Tisha said, we give them a little bit more time to figure it out. And then by the third time, it would be saying, you know what, why don't you write all your questions down and tomorrow on my work hours, I will happily go through all of those with you. And so it's it's nice to give them because then they feel a little important that you did address them straight away and you were there. But I kind of work on that one, two, three soft approach and it ends up working out. Then they really see that you value your time, but they also see how important they are in there. So the whole set your hours is a nice, but it's black and white. And so you got to really work on where it's great. So they still feel very valued in how you operate and work with them, which kind of leads into our next step. And that is um, leaders that, you know, the importance of us setting goals. So we talk about our goals and we know that's really important to share that. But a gifted leader starts to really talk about their leaders or their team's goals and the people that they're working with on a day to day basis, what their goals is. And that just becomes the shift again. 
in leadership. And so we talk about it's 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 more um, exciting. People will remember how you made them feel versus what you had to say. And you make them feel special by talking about them, being interested in them and being interested in their goals, literally mapping out the goals. I have like a wall map. Um, I'd write down what my dream goals are going to be, that vision, but I have each person in place, what steps and, and goals they have written on in that. And if you're aiming for the highest level of leadership in this company, you should have a wall map of what that looks like and what each person that's working towards what their goals are filled in in those spots. So you can track it. So you see it as a daily basis. So your autopilot actually knows what is happening. And that is the biggest thing. If you know what an autopilot is, I think I may have shared this in the book. Um, but when you have your autopilot be based on your, your goals and your team's goals, that means you never go off kilter. It always goes back to doing the right thing on a day-to-day -day basis, your daily method of operation. And people love hearing you talk about them and they love hearing you talk about their goals. And so that kind of really leads us into our next question, our next um, steps that we do have. Yeah, it's honestly an excellent segue. And it's so funny because the notes that I just jotted down for myself when I was going to talk about this next one is actually just you know, really figuring out what your people's goals are. So let's so let's look at this. So number nine is leaders focus on sales and products and unwrapped leaders focus on leadership and people. So I think let's like rewind to the very beginning. When you get started in a network marketing company, there's so much to learn. And I think the number one thing that people want to learn about is the products and how do you sell the product and how do I talk about it with confidence? And I think that's really important to just grow your confidence in this industry so that when, and if you do decide to pursue leadership, you know, you'll have that confidence, whether that be from, you know, the products or your programs that your company has to offer and take that into more of a leadership role. Um, but when you, when you do get through, you know, that those first six, nine months, first year, even, um, you learn a lot, you learn a lot about, you know, this sales and how to, um, how to serve rather than sell. And you just learn all those basics when it comes to sales. Um, but a lot of the things that you're doing when it comes to selling your product or your service, those should become, and, and you brought up autopilot, those should become like automatic. Like you're doing, it's like waking up and brushing your teeth, right? It's like you're waking up and maybe it's a, um, whether that be a health and wellness product um, or make makeup even or something like like whatever it is that's like automatic you wake up and you take a shower and you get ready you do your makeup or you wake up you get ready and then you go take your supplements or you know whatever it is your skincare routine right so whatever kind of product you have like those kind of things are automatic and the best way to serve people and to ultimately sell your product is to just you know it's like you're you're just showing them how you're already using them, how they're already incorporated into your lifestyle. And so same thing with your customers. When, when your customers are using the product and they're seeing results, you want to share their results. You want to share their story. And it's just learning how to be like an automatic storyteller, right? You're waking up and you're sharing stories. You're sharing your lifestyle every day. And so through this, people are going to see that passion, right? That's what really happened to me. And what I talked about in the book of becoming an accidental leader is that I was just showing up and sharing what I loved and people became so attracted to what I was doing that they were interested in doing the same thing as me. 
right? And so that's when I started to really become a leader. But it wasn't until I started to really focus on and, and make the choice that I want to pursue leadership and I want to focus on people. And when I started putting the focus on people and the lifestyle and really just selling the dream that this industry can be for so many people, that's when I started to unwrap my gifts. That's when I would say I started to become a gifted leader in this business. And so you're really asking your people what their goals are. That's like the first thing I want to know when people come into this business is what is going to make you feel successful here? Because I want to be a guide to them that they need, right? I don't want to just offer them some kind of support when I don't even know their goals. And, you know, that's like, that's my dream for like, it's a dream you have for someone, which you can't, you can't have. They need to want it. They need to want it more then you need to want it for them, right? Like, so you need to meet them somewhere. And so by focusing on people and leadership, this isn't just about team members. This is all about your customers. Focus on your customers' goals. What are their health and wellness goals? Don't just try and sell a product to them and list off the features and benefits. Figure out what it is people actually want. What do people actually need? And then attend to those goals, right? Everyone has pain points. Everyone struggles with something. Everyone has a problem. So you need to figure out how are you going to solve that person's problem? And you might solve it with a product. You might solve it with your business opportunity. But whatever that is, you need to kind of dig deeper into what people are actually looking for and what they actually want. Because when you could focus on people rather than just a product, that's when your business is really going to start to thrive. So that's number nine. Keisha, I'm sitting here with a big smile because I'm so proud of you. You're such a gifted leader. I honestly almost need a, like a certificate to actually just hand it over um, because you really have embodied this. And I just think back over six years ago when you first got, first got started, how far you've come along and that everything that we we're talking about really shows that you are not just saying it, you are actually doing it. And I'm really super proud of you. So that's what I was sitting here thinking with a big smile. Thank you. <laughs> Which is amazing because it leads into our number 10. And our number 10 happens to be helping everyone who has just good intentions versus a gifted leader helps everyone that wants to make an impact. And so we know what good intentions are. We have people who come, they show up, everything, they say they want to do it. And I think that's really nice. I, I, I think it, it, everything starts with good intentions. But people who really want to make an impact are not are the people who not only just show up, but they step up. They start doing the work. They start standing out because of the challenges that you put out. And I think that's where it makes a difference of being able to help for people, everyone who asks or people who actually earn it. And so the people who are earning it are the people who are not just showing up. They're stepping up and they're standing out and doing the work. And so I truly believe you've got to work on not what your intentions are, but what kind of impact do you want to make in the world today and that'll start making on the what you start doing about your image and what you start doing about the influence that you have and so if you can wrap that up in a beautiful bow you will become a gifted leader in your business and so um i, I love doing this topic i love this you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna make my um uh, carousel for the week for us tisha on the art of leadership, the difference between a leader and a gifted leader. So definitely, if you're following us on our social media, you'll want to see that as well as to wrap this up, I wanted to just remind everybody that um, if you're in our gifted leader community, we are offering a free uh, coaching session. And in that coaching session, you get to choose whether you want a Instabrand audit 
whether you want a business analysis with myself, Tisha does the Instabrand audit, or an open coaching, and we're going to do it live. So go to our gifted leader community. It's pinned to the top. All you have to do is make a comment of whether which one you would like, one, two, or three. The details are there. Um, and we're going to do that sometimes next week or before the end of the month. And we're going to do a live coaching session with one of you. So I hope you've enjoyed that. Please like this or make a comment of what you got out of this. And most importantly, subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Thank you all. And Tisha, you are a gifted leader. I'm so proud of you. Thanks so much. So are you, Tracy. I learned from the best. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you next week.